Happy Friday, everybody. It's Payday Friday. It's Julio. And Leslie. And this is Hold Up. How much? La, 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 la. Canta con mi coro, oye como va. La, 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 la. Deja la tristeza, échala pa' allá. What's going on, everybody? It's Julio, and I am joined here, as always, by the love, the talented, the sensational, the ever-present. I love that word now. Leslie Munoz, how are you today? I'm good. Um, a little under the weather, so if I sound a little nasally out there, guys, I'm, you know, I apologize in advance. Um, so, so you're going to pull your Jordan game right now? Yes. Do you know what that is? No. Jordan, when he's, when he's playing uh, <clears throat> the flu game? He was in the playoffs, and he was like under oh, the weather, and he just yeah. put up one of the best games of his life. <clears throat> Shout out. Shout out. So, well, thank you all for joining us for another awesome episode here with Hold Up How Much. And one of the things I wanted to kind of take this conversation this week is into the concept of time. You know, time, it's funny, because like, look, thinking back to this week, you know, this last week, you know, stuff that we've done, it's getting everything ready for, for you know, for the holidays getting just things ready at work, you know, it always feels like there's not enough time in a day to finish things. And then with JJ, you know, our son, it just feels like, it feels like there's always something to do. Yes, time, time goes really fast. And sometimes I feel even as me being a teacher, like the days always, you know, planned out. I mean, I go each of my blocks and from the morning. So when I leave, it's just, I hit the ground running and then just never enough time to do what we need to do so i was actually on instagram um a couple days ago and you know i was thinking about what we could talk about in, you know in this episode and i follow this uh, this guy called gary v shout out gary v and um one of the posts that he had was about you know you've got time and it shows four different people and some of his but i'm 18 you know oh but you have time oh, but i'm already 30 but you have time you know but i'm already 45 you have time but I'm already 67. You have time. And, you know, it, it reminded me of when I was first thinking about joining the military. You know, I I remember seeing a commercial for the Navy. And I was like, ah, too old, man. I can't. I don't got time for that. You know, I, I'm already, I just finished college. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I could go into the military. But then it's funny. It's like, it hit me. I'm like, why can't you go? Why can't you go into the military? Like, why? You're not 40. You're not 50. You're 24 years old. <laughs> You know, why can't you do this? So I really wanted to talk about time in general and not just about time as, you know, like a quantum leap looking at the <laughs> Einstein-Rosen bridge. No, but I'm talking about like time. Like what are we dedicating our time to? What are we doing? Like what is it that we're putting all our efforts in? Because I will say this. We can always make more money. We can always, you know, buy new things. We could always change the way they even the way we look with like you know all these majestic plastic surgeries you get at back warehouses in miami <laughs> <laughs> or buy una faja you know so, hey so fajas are legit la faja <laughs> but it's you know it's the one thing we never get more of is time and that's sure. it, not to get deep deep with it but you know we, uh you know scientifically speaking we're lucky if we make it to 75 not everybody will make it to 75 you know, I, th- I think they say the average expectancy rate for a person is 75 years of age. So I'm, I know that's a little... Which, um, I'll be... <laughs> um, 
35 in two months, so I'm already, what, almost halfway there in plus five years? Sure. <laughs> what, not exact? I'm halfway to 70, I mean. Sure. Right? 35? I mean, if you want to look at it that way, we're not yet hookah, you know? <laughs> but it's crazy, like, who, I mean, it's just to say to say that you're halfway to 70, that's kind of scary. I'm sure, oh my God. I mean, do you remember when you were saying I'm halfway to 30? I'm halfway to 40. Yeah. Which, by the way, you're five years away from 40. And <laughs> and time just goes by so fast. I think we, I think uh, what has really struck us the most is that those of you that have kids, you know, we've really, you know, realized that. Um, I mean, I realized that being a teacher about just the time gap. But, I mean, I literally feel like time is flying by and, he, you know, the baby's already seven months. And it's just like, I feel like tomorrow he's like going to get graduate from high school then college and then he's off and married and like seriously Um, i just feel like time is going by so fast and it's so precious um that it's important to figure out like what we really want to spend our time on um i mean i talk about teaching now a little bit more um i remember talking with some of the teachers this week and they just kind of a lot of us kind of just feel stuck in a certain situation not to go too into deep but you know we were talking about how it's scary to start over and and how it's scary because we're not young but we are young but we're not and the time that it's taking us to become teachers and the dedication and the certification and to start over all that time that it's gonna take is a little bit scary but um this week we got Disney Plus. I mean, I'm sure tons of people have gotten Disney Plus, but we were watching the show. It's an original on Disney about um, it's called Imagineering. The, Imag- right? yeah, the Imagineering story. And how it's a cool show. Walt Disney started Disneyland, and he was actually at the age of 50, literally starting up something new. Didn't even know. If it was going to work. And that has literally like been kind of like my inspiration. But think about it. This, this is a guy that went through failure after failure and being broke. And they literally stole, like, I mean, I mean, they stole his designs. I mean, this guy literally had every reason to give up along the way. Granted, regardless of what, he, of, of, you know, his beliefs or his backgrounds, just the process that it took him to, and just think of the idea of something called... Disneyland, okay? I'll put it this way. That's like me right now saying, I'm going to start a land called Muñoz Land, okay? And all it is, it's going to be nothing but churros and tamales everywhere. And a big <laughs> cubano saying, oye, quieres mandarle una, una uh, maleta a Cuba? At, you had me at tamales and churros. Hey, man. That's what we do. And, it's, and there's a ride called El Pastelito. <laughs> <laughs> and all you do is just eat a bunch of gluten and get fat. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, my favorite one is going to be La Chancla. What's going to happen is it's going to be a random Cuban lady just throwing a chunk at you. <laughs> like, no, I'm a no. It's a horse. It's a horse. And, <laughs> and you have to dunk the duck from the La Chunkla. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's a horror ride. <laughs> but, you know, with the Imagineering story, it's, it's crazy because at the end, he, he wishes he... That's the one thing. He's building and he's creating and he's doing all these things, but he just never had more time to see his next project. We're always thinking about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But a lot of times it's about sitting for a second. And, and I think what he did was great because he, not only was he setting things up for the future, but at the same time, 
if you could sit in his shoes for a second, I know that there were circumstances that led, you know, for, you know, towards his death, you know, whether it was smoking and all these other things. But th- the idea that I can only imagine sitting in his shoes and as he built this one park and he was in a major success and he's thinking, man, I cannot wait to build the next thing. But he just didn't have the time to see the next thing flourish. So it, the one, so that's why I want to really focus on our time because one of the things that I've been guilty of, and even, and, this, and I've noticed this before, you know, our son JJ came into this world, is I was always trying to think of, you know, what's next. So what's next? Yeah, this is great, but what's next? Oh my god, okay, great. We, you know, I'm in this job. Yeah. Okay, whatever. What's next? You know, but <clears throat> we're so it literally reminded me of another another fun story. I I remember waking up, you know, recently. Yeah, and just going to the bathroom. And one of the things I've I've been doing this since I was about like twelve years old. Going to the bathroom. It's the greatest feeling ever. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I say my salio. No, I'm just kidding. Forgot you're so weird. But no, but what I what I would do what I would do since I was twelve years old, I would always look in the mirror and just look at my reflection. And I would always say to myself, I wonder what I'm gonna look like in five years. I wonder what I'm gonna look like in ten years. Do you really do that? I swear. And then I would always say, I wonder what I'm gonna look like. And I remember, I, I remember when I was 15 years old. I'm like, oh, when I get older, I'm gonna look like Brad Pitt, and I look like, and I look like un tamale encendido. Yeah. <laughs> I look like now, <laughs> but you know, oh, gee, crazy me, right? So, but I, I would always keep saying, I wonder what, I, what I'm gonna look like. Cause I'm sure my dad, you know, when when he was younger, he would look in the mirror and he would see himself changing. I'm sure my grandfather. I hope you don't look like your dad when you get older. My dad's a sexy man, all right? <laughs> shout out, shout out, dad. Your sexiness. I'm kidding. But, you know, time would go on, and mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, my grandfather would look in the mirror and see what he looked like, and then his dad would look at, you know, we we see ourselves change, and it was just two days ago, I literally went to the bathroom, I just looked in the mirror, and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm noticing grays in areas that I've never thought I would see grays. Uh, you know, I'm like, I'm getting, my beard is getting thicker, but it's also getting, like, lighter. You know, I've always had the really black, black beard, but I'm noticing that there's like hairs popping up left and right that are, are grayer. You know, it's just, I'm starting to notice that, you know, time is really impacting, you know, me, especially when now that we have a, uh, you know, a kid, it's, I'm starting to now notice things more in the now than trying to figure out what's going to happen five years from now, next year. I mean, granted, yes, I feel like time is flying because we're about to hit Thanksgiving and it's like, it's like, I feel like time is flying by, but at the same time is what are we doing to enjoy the now? Because a lot, you know, no matter what you're doing in your life, whether it's you know the job you're in, or whether it's the business you're trying to start, or even if you're right now you're sitting there saying, "Man, should I start a podcast? Should I start a business? Should I start, you know, una taqueria? You know, what, what, sh- <laughs> what should I start? You know?" But honestly, start it. I think yeah. the biggest mistake most people do is they leave everything to talk and they just don't do. And I think, you know, one We're of We're not the, saying quit your job if no, you want to start your own business. No, what but, you need to do is quit your job, no, start a blog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then also, uh, start with taqueria. <laughs> do that all at the same time. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's like, a lot of times, you know, one I had a professor, you know, in school that, I mean, he, this guy was amazing. He, uh, I was taking a class called Florida and the Three Henrys. Oh my God. You guys have no idea... How much I have literally heard about this class. This is the greatest class I've ever taken. I took it at FIU, Florida International University. The few, the proud. Woo! What's up? So, um, I'll never forget this. And it was about Henry Sadler. 
Henry Flagler, and uh, I forget the who. The, I always forget the 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 third Henry. I'm sorry, third Henry. But it's learning about you know Florida and the three Henrys. You know, and it what basically the whole class was about. Without these three Henrys, we would not have Florida. So Henry Flagler is a big example, right? He was a man who brought the railroad yes. into Florida. Yes. And he built the Breaker Hotel. And he basically was the one that actually created passage into Florida. Because Florida was just marsh. And they told him he was crazy. They're like, you're crazy. Why would you build a ro- railway into Florida? There's nothing there. But he saw Had the, foresight. the foresight of what it could be to create access to this area. Now, here's the crazy thing. As he got older, right... Imagine, this guy spent years building this railway, all right? Mm-hmm. He put in this infrastructure in place to create this railway. Then a hurricane hits, and it was one of the worst hurricanes that had ever hit worse Florida. Worse than Andrew. Way worse than Andrew. I mean, Because, it, like, if you, okay, so if, if you're not from Miami, I'm not from Miami, but if you're married to someone from Miami, you have a friend this side from Miami, if you've had a random conversation with anyone in Miami, they will tell you that, Hurricane Andrew is the worst. Is the worst. That, so this is for, worse for, than for, for is that, that in my lifetime that was the worst. Oh, okay. But this is well before that. Yes. And this so imagine this man creates this railway, basically leads it into Florida, creates this access into this into this uh, state, and this hurricane comes and destroys it all. So he sits there, and I'll never forget. How my teacher tells a story. Henry Flagler's sitting there, and he's at an older age, and he knows it's going to cost him millions which in today's money would have been billions of dollars to recreate this railway. And all his investors, all his business partners, everyone's telling him, don't do this. It's a waste of money. And this man said, I saw this in the beginning. I want to see this to the end. Mm -hmm. And he rebuilt it. He rebuilt the entire railway. Granted, he barely got to see the finish of it. He literally, I think he died before they finished the last piece of it. But this man saw the foresight that he's like, and the reason I bring that up is because I'm sure he wanted just a little bit more time to see it completed. And mm-hmm. g- believe it or not, a lot of those railways, even the ones that, that got destroyed in, the, in that hurricane, you can still see pieces of that in you know as you're driving to the Keys and you're looking at Florida. And it's, it's, in, it's impactful. The fact that this man, this millionaire, which would be a billionaire in today's money, said, I want to leave a legacy. I want to use my time to create something impactful that is not only going to impact myself and my bottom line, mm-hmm. but it's going to impact this country. Yeah. And I just think about people like that, you know, like, like, like that, you know, a little bit. I mean, so let's jump a little, a little bit more into, you know, time and not quantum physics time, <laughs> but like, and not like multiple dimensions time, oh by the gosh. way. I don't know about you guys, but when you hear time, I think of the Pink Floyd song, the boom. Don don like the time, give it away. Oh my gosh! I think I'm gonna close the the episode today off with that song. If, unless they're litigious, and if you're a litigious group, I am sorry. What is litigious? <laughs> they're gonna sue the pants out of us because you're using their music. There are some groups that are very litigious when it comes to their music, so hopefully they're not gonna sue us. <laughs> so I know one of the areas you wanted to talk about was how we're dedicating our time. So you know, how do you want to talk about that? How do you want to dive into you know? Putting, you know, time management, how we're dedicating our time and how we're focusing our time. Well, by any means, I am not the guru on time management. But I know as just a person in general, there are certain things that I like to do. But because, like we all say, life, 
job, kids, for, for whatever reason or whatever excuse that we come up with, we don't get to do the things that we want to do because we do not have the time. And the truth is, is that there's never going to be that time. You have to make the time. And um, so one of the things that I really love to do is I love to read books. Um, and I love like all kinds of genres, but mostly like, like hop on pop. Hop on pop, yes, is my favorite. Um, anything in the Dr. Seuss line is, you know, a must read. Anything more than 20 pages, I lose interest. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's pretty factual. Um, um, but no, um, I love mystery books, you know, um, any types of books that are on World War Two and um, the Holocaust. I love those kinds of books. Mm. Um, so I have kind of started putting, setting aside... 15 minutes a day where I can find it, whether it be in the bathroom um, I, or, <laughs> or um, in an audiobook in the car um, or just like sometimes at work I have a plenty of time so I just don't tell my boss. I do 15 minutes of just me time so that I can, because at home I really don't get that much time because of JJ, um, to just like take a breath and dive into a book and get lost into it um and so that is how I kind of like get back to myself um and I like to do um book reviews I put them up on my Instagram I haven't done them lately just because of time um another thing that I like to do with my time is um I'm not super good at speaking Spanish um I understand it fluently super Um, good I know, super good. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not even from Miami. Yeah, that's, that's a completely Super. Oh, bro, that's like super necessary, okay? <laughs> What's that other word? I don't know. <laughs> Tremendo, I don't know. Fuaca, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. 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 Nothing wrong with apparently, man. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so I downloaded an app to help me learn Spanish. So right before I go to bed... I practice my Spanish, learning a little bit so I could talk to Julio's grandmother. Ay, mi abuela would be so happy. <laughs> so that's kind of how I, not necessarily manage my time, but use my time um, to help. Somewhere along this line, I would like to find time to work out. So that's kind of where we're working right now. We're working on next. Booty boot camp. Booty boot camp, yes. <laughs> Doing a little booty boot camp. You know, but it's, you know, it's funny. I was reading, uh, I remember when... <laughs> remember when you were uh, pregnant and we were in the hospital so i had just bought a book i mean I, I i don't i read you know sporadically here and there but whenever i find something that catches my attention i'm like like leslie always tells me when you get it with something you cannot just like you can't put it down you have to just like you have to see it to the end that's why i can't watch movies at night if i watch movies at night even though i know it's on this app i know i can rewatch it later on i have to see this movie to the end i remember i was watching Broke Back Mountain. No, I'm just kidding. I was watching Broke Back Mountain. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm just Why would you say that? I'm just kidding. What was the movie that I was? I was watching this movie on the airplane. It was uh oh uh the, what was the one of uh, not the Lone Survivor the one no, of the Twelve, 12 Strong. Twelve Strong. 12 oh my god, such a good movie. How did I get Broke Back Mountain? Twelve Strong. There were With horses. There were horses. <laughs> Shout out were, to horses. They were on a mountain. Don't you and there were a bunch of guys, but it wasn't that hey, way. Hey. There was let the, let the love, soldiers. Let the love sink in. 
But anyways, so I remember we were watching 12 Strong, and I remember we were getting off the plane, and I hadn't finished the movie. I'm like, I have to see the end of this movie. I don't care if it's good or if it's bad. I have to see the end of this movie. It has to happen. I need to know what happens. So that's why whenever I get it with something, I have to like see it to the end. Yes. So I was at, we were in Barnes and Nobles one time and you were pregnant and I remember seeing the book for uh, Walter Isaacson, um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. And it's the the story of Leonardo da Vinci. Yo, this, y'all, this book was huge. <laughs> it was like the size of War and Peace. It, it was literally like War and Peace. But it, and it's funny because- like, we Did you the, finish it? Actually, believe it or not, I did. Yes, I did. Did I? I believe I did. I'm oh. not 100% sure if I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I have about half the book left to read. You didn't finish it, guys. You know what? Way to call me out on that. No, yes, I have not I finished the book. Right? I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. But it's I have, on his time. <laughs> it's on my time. I'm telling you. And then, I mean, now with Disney Plus, forget about it. No, but uh, no, but it's funny. But, like, I, I got to halfway through the book. Okay, let's be real. And then, believe it or not, there's pictures in the middle of the book. So that makes it even more interesting. Because, <laughs> you know, he has to have a picture book. But it's like, uh, I was, it's crazy. So we were in the hospital and the nurse comes in to like see how we're doing. She goes, oh, that's a little bit of light reading. I go, yeah, you know, <laughs> I got to keep my mind sharp. But in real life, I was like, I don't know. I just wanted to read a book. <laughs> but it's crazy about this, you know, Leonardo da Vinci story. I, I think Walter Isaacson really captures people's like, uh, like people's lives. He did it with the Steve Jobs. I actually read the Steve Jobs book from beginning to end, which was actually a really good book. If you haven't read it, I, you did read that, one. that one I recommended that was, it, it's a great book. And the one thing that you see when it comes to people like Jobs, even people like Disney, people like Leonardo da Vinci, is that circumstances can either deter your time, can advance your time, or you're going to wish you had more time. What do I mean by that? So let's think about the Steve Jobs thing for a second. You know, Steve Jobs was, you know, they said he had pancreatic cancer. And he believed, you know, and that's why I say Walter Isaacson really captures from interviewing people and from talking to the individual, you know, really the, the mindset of this person. And I remember in the Jobs book, he, you know, when Jobs decides, I'm going to use, you know, uh, holistic remedies, or I'm going to use plants, and I'm going to use, you know, all these things to cure myself. And people were talking against it. They're like, listen, you need to do chemo. You need to do all these things. But he wanted to do it holistically. And that one choice, that choice right there robbed him of years. Because he he believed that if I dedicate myself to this concept or to these, you know, to these remedies, I can heal myself. And it turned out that by him going that route, it actually progressed the cancer and it made it worse for him and he ended up dying. And then we take it to another, let's take it to another side. And then I look at, you know, Da Vinci. Da Vinci, he was in everything. He was in art. Science. He was into science. He was into physics. Physics. He was into geography. He was into astronomy. He was into everything. But the thing is, that's why he has over a hundred pieces that were left undone. Or even, you know, something like that. That were left undone. And the thing is that he would start something. And his attention would be caught somewhere else. Yeah. And he would then gravitate towards that. Or he would start, you know, learning about, you know, uh, you know, you know, uh, engines. And he wanted to learn about, you know, like, not engines, but like, he wanted to learn about how me- mechanisms and how things worked. And, you know, how the possibility of man being able to fly. I mean, if you see, like, the number of things that he thought of on his journals, it is incredible. I wonder if people ever told him, like, 
Bro, like, you always start something, but you never finish it. I'm sure it. That people would pay him money. That's some of the things you read in the book. You know, in the studies that Walter mm-hmm. Isaacson did, he uh, people would pay him these, uh, like, you know, money. He had art, like, paintings. When he died, they went into all the stuff that he had done, and there were hundreds of paintings that he had that people had paid for that were left half undone. And those are some of the most expensive paintings that I are available like now that's, in the world. like, the creative, like, like, mindset. Like, if you're creative, like... It's because your mind is like thinking of like. But you know what I also think. So many different things. Think about also. I mean, think about the time that he was alive in. You know, you many people didn't make it that old. You know, you, you didn't you didn't age. You know the way that people age now. You know what I'm saying? So no, he died at what? I, I didn't get that far into the book. Then he died at 88, guys. It took an art appreciation class. Did he really die at 88? I don't know. Do you know that? You better search Lord Google, Google it right now. Yeah, you know, while you're doing that. But you know the way I think that I, I think of it is. I'm sure he looked around. And he's like, I my time is limited, so he wanted to learn anything and everything about as much as he could, from anatomy to you know physics to you know astronomy to even painting. He wanted so he wanted to really learn as much as he could, and he wanted to kind of explore every aspect of life that he could. So, looking at at that, I just think to myself, what is it? That we are dedicated... Did you find out how old he was? Yeah, 67. Okay. So, not 75, which is the life expectancy average nowadays. So, hey, he was... It was Michelangelo that lived to 88. The Ninja Turtle? No! (laughs) The guy that did the Sistine Chapel. Just kidding. The David? Yes. El David. I bought it, David. He's a towel. (laughs) (laughs) Guys out there, con todo el encuerado, and like... Come look at my statue. It's oh me. I couldn't do that. Okay. Give it once. I'm just kidding. But like, seriously, like, so I want you today to really, you know, focus on what you're looking to accomplish. I want you to look at two different things. Wait, if you're saying to yourself, I don't have time, really think to yourself, do you really not have the time? I always say, if you're saying that I don't have the time, what is it you're applying your time to? Now, I'm not also saying right now to start a vegan garden and quit your job and wait a vegan garden yeah you know the garden like, is vegan already no because what, what about a meat garden <laughs> i want to grow you know meat tamales and <laughs> so dumb. come with me yeah. <laughs> meat tamales. <laughs> no i guess what i was trying to say is when you want to become vegan and start growing your own garden and quit the you know quit everything go live in a mountain somewhere in Colorado and just smoke a bunch of reefer and just be like I am one with the world. I'm pretty sure you're gonna offend all vegans out there. Nothing wrong with being vegan, man. You live your life, all right. We were we were vegetarian for what a whole year. We did it a whole year. Was it vegetarian? Yes. I I mean we ate eggs. What's it different? What's ve- vegan is what like vegan does not eat any animal products. Oh. Going on a tangent right now. Anyway. <clears throat> but, you know, focus on what you're actually dedicating your time to. You know, maybe you're, you're a gamer and you put in, you know, maybe four hours of gaming a night. Or you're into calligraphy and you like like me and I paint stick figures for no reason. I go, look a at me. Calligraphy and stick figures have nothing to calligraphy do with Calligraphy, stick figures. You can tell that someone did not take art Calli- appreciation I know calligraphy is the... F- fancy little freaking writing of how you write your name and you pay these people all this money to do your cards for your wedding. Hey, shout out, Kyla. Yeah, by the way, she's awesome at it. But what I'm saying is calligraphy and stick figures, one in the, one in the same. Am I right? I, am I right? I'm right. I know I'm right. Anyways, 
what are you dedicating your time to? You know, and maybe pull away maybe two hours a day from maybe gaming, maybe from watching Netflix or Hulu or whatever Disney you're watching Plus out there. Now. Disney, yeah, all that, or, you know, and really try to you know focus in on that one thing you're trying to accomplish. For me, I for me the talk was always I wanted to start a podcast. And I remember I would listen to my friends start a podcast and I would listen to people start businesses and I would help people, you know, put business plans together and to help them, you know, with, you know, trying to find out, you know, the best path to start a business. And they would always tell me, why aren't you doing that? And my answer always was, I just don't have the time, but I had plenty of time, you know, to sit on the toilet and scroll through, you know, uh, Instagram when I was like really heavy into Instagram, but it's, it's, you know, so I said to myself, you know, do I really want to dedicate all my time into this? or playing video games, or watching streaming, you know, shows, or do I want to try to do something that can help others, and that can help us as well, yes. so that's, I challenge you right now to, you know, really look at the time, and the time that you're spending, and, you know, dedicated to something that's going to edify, not just yourself, Ooh, that's a good but you're going to edify. edify, right, you saw that, <laughs> I read whether that mean, I mean, it could be anything, whether it, it be, like, spending more time, you know, like us, like, we like to spend more time with God, um, yeah. reading to the Word, or um, whether it's you know being our knowledge, waiting with your family. You want to, you know, like be present with your family. Yeah, or like learn a new word a day to expand your vocabulary, like edify. What? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and I also bring this up because we are coming up close to Thanksgiving, and you know the one thing that I'm seeing that everybody <laughs> keeps talking about on TV, and on the radio, and and I don't mean like the radio like. Like your regular radio. I'm talking like all kinds of radio, like podcasts everywhere. It's people are talking about, you know, how to avoid conversations of politics at the dinner table on Thanksgiving. You know, one thing you're going to learn is people are going to have difference of opinions. And, you know, one thing, and the reason I'm bringing this up now is because a lot of times you are going to have a conversation with somebody that's going to piss you off. And what's going to end up happening is you're just going to cut communication with that person because they don't see things the way you see things or they don't understand things the way you understand things or they didn't vote the way you voted and what ends up happening is this rift and this anger and this like convolutedness just builds up in between you all and you all stop talking for maybe it could be a few weeks maybe it could be months maybe it could even be years before you talk to that person but remember how I was talking about Steve Jobs and Walt Disney and you know all these other folks that let a circumstance rob them of their time. Don't let that be the circumstance that robs you of time with your family. Because I'm going to tell you this, and not to get too deep, and you know, not to get too deep, and to get too like you know, like real, but you only get a finite amount of time on this earth, and that time you can either dedicate it doing random crap, or you can actually make it productive. Because I'm telling you right now. When the time's up, the time is up. Like everyone always says, not to interrupt you, like, what did you do with that dash? Yeah. And I think that's the most important part. Like, what did you do with it? Did you, like you said, spend it on random stuff like video games? Not that video games are bad if that's what you like to do. Like, if it's your job, then obviously. But, like, take some of that time to actually, like, connect with people. Connect with your family. Connect with, you know... yourself and growing yourself and but also just like even if you're a workaholic I know a lot of us are like guilty of that 
Um, and I think that where that comes from is just because we want to be able to provide for our family. And I'm not a workaholic. Um, I leave work at work. Um, <clears throat> but, like, sometimes, you know, it is there is a pressure to try to, like, grow your career and be something more. But at the end of the day, like, what truly matters is that what am I adding to myself? What am I adding to, for me, it would be Julio and JJ. What am I adding to them? Because when I'm gone, like, I don't want them to remember that I was always working. I don't want them to remember that I wasn't productive or that I didn't do enough with the time that I had. I want them to remember that I lived my life in such a way that I tried my best to do something great with the time that I had. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point about, you know, like, workaholics. I mean, I'm not glad you. I mean, when I, when mm-hmm. I started my job, I mean, I was, like, working, t- you know, nonstop all the time, late nights. But at the end of the day, you know, I think uh, one of uh, one of the people I work with at my company told me something that, like, hit home to me. It's like, you know, you're killing yourself for your job, but if you were to die tomorrow, they would literally post your job the next day. So, you know, companies don't care about who you are. They don't care about what you do or how much you bring to the bottom line. At the end of the day... You are there to meet their need, and once you have met that need or they no longer require you, they move on to the next bigger and better thing and the next shiny toy. So really focus your time on you know on yourself because at the end of the day, I'm telling you, once that time is up, it's gone. There is no machine that you can press a button right now and get you know 10 years back or get five years back, two years back. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, right now is a time to really you know, figure out what you want to do. Do you want to start a business? Do you want to start a podcast? Do you want to start, you know, do you, is, do you like repairing things? You know, for me, I like building things. I like to build things, whether it's building com- a company, whether it's, you know, building, you know, uh, uh, building something out of nothing. I like to take things and build it. And I like solving problems. You know, what do you like to do? What is the one thing that, what are the things that you like to do? Um... I, there's a lot of things I like, um, but I like, if you can narrow to three things, what are three things you like to do the most? Um, I like to create. Okay. Um, I went along the sides with you. Like I like to build something. Um, I like to organize, whether it be like organ, I'm like really big on like organizing. I can come up with a plan. So you're like Marie Kondo. (laughs) <laughs> no, not that organizing. I don't like to clean y'all. Do you say I don't thank like you to, to like... a t-shirt and throw it away? <laughs> no, but I like to make something out of nothing. Like, for example, I mean, girls, we can't, it's hard to explain things. But, like, like I made a haunted house in my classroom out of, like, string and paper. Uh-huh. And, you know, of course, I bought some extra stuff for Halloween for my students. But it's just, like, I'm able to see something the way I want it in my head and and I'm able to like create it. I like that. I like that. That's deep. I don't know. Create. So Believe achieve. And if I could turn it into a job somehow I need to figure out how to do that because I hey, think Believe it or not, you know, and I remember when I was, you know, when I was starting to say that this is the path that I wanted to take. Talk about, you know, how to really get people organized when it comes to money and when it comes to finances and, you know, getting people were like, people don't want to hear about finances. They don't want to hear about money. People want to live like but you know what? People say that they don't want to hear about, you know, finances and money. But in reality, nine times out of ten, most people, when they lay down on their beds and they're literally laying there just looking at the ceiling, the number one thing they're thinking is, 
how am I going to make it through tomorrow? Whether it's because you don't have enough to pay for groceries, whether it's because you don't, you know, your 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 hours are being cut because you you know you you were being told that you know divisions were being laid off in your job. You know, a lot of times people don't want to talk about it out loud because there's a lot of what I call a lot of shyness and a lot of like being ashamed of debt and being ashamed of you know of what we've done with our time that people don't like talking about these things. But at the end of the day. I honestly believe when the conversation starts, people will come towards that conversation. And we've seen it. I mean, I've seen it now since we started posting these things. I mean, people from random states are just listening to our podcast, which is, which is real, funny. Which is weird. Where do we have someone from Ohio? Ohio. We've Shout, had out Ohio. Shout out Ohio. Wait, whoever you are from Ohio, that's really cool. Yeah. California. It's, so it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, you think to yourself, who is going to listen to this? But in reality... It's like with anything out there, somebody had to start something and all of a sudden you develop listeners. You know, we have, we have a friend of ours that, um, his name is Darian, calls himself and DJ because he's fancy now, he wants to call himself DJ. Yes. But shout out to you, Darian. I'm going to call you Darian because that's what I've known you for years. So, so, and his friend Ish. And his friend, yeah, so they start, Ish and Darian started a podcast, it's called Pero Let Me Tell You. And, you know, I remember when they started it, you know, they were really hitting the ground running with this. They were like... Hey, you know, uh, listen to our show, listen to this and that. I mean, they're almost a hundred, they're almost into, they're about to, they're coming up close to their hundredth episode. All right. And I remember when they first started this, they had a vision for it. And like, Hey, I want to talk about the Cuban experience. We want to talk yes. about the Hispanic experience, what it's like to grow up Cuban, what it's like to grow up Hispanic. And it's funny, you know, people are like, who want to listen? So I, I know for a fact, I guarantee you somebody went up to them and said, who wants, who wants to listen to that? I mean, you guys, who wants to really listen to that? But believe it or not, they're getting listeners from Cambodia. I mean, they have one in Vietnam. I mean, think not about one. That. I don't know how many. I mean, but Vietnam. think about that. Think about that for I'm a second. Thinking, and like, it's so crazy because I mean, I love to hear the banter back and forth between um, DJ and um, his friend <laughs> and Ish. But um, you know, I just think like how amazing it is that they have interviewed the people that they have interviewed all because they decided to start this one because they had something to say and they hoped that people would listen and their motto is listen laugh and learn and I think that's so amazing because I mean I always learn something on their show I'm literally rolling on the floor of my car listening I listen every Friday and um and you know it's just a great. I just podcast. always want to hope in you when you're on the show. <laughs> By the way, we're gonna be in Miami next week, so I want to hope in you big time. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, so as we're you know as we're coming to close to the end here uh, of this episode, you know, I really want to inspire. I, I hope that this inspires you to. I don't. I was gonna say. I hope I inspire you. I hope this inspires you. <laughs> oh my you god! That's something like, like oh, I hope I inspired you out there. Berlin, make it but, you know, going into the Hispanic aspect of this, I mean, I, like, I know we both came from, like, different types of Hispanic families, and, like, for me, like, I grew up, you know, with a single mom for most of my, most of my life, and, um, <clears throat> there wasn't time, like, my mom spent her time working a lot so that she could, you know, make a living for me and I think I've always seen her work two jobs that's what she did with her time and I think as Hispanics like we're not raised to 
you know, I feel like we're raised to work. Like, you get a good job, you you go to school, you get good grades, you get a good job, um, and you go work. And you work as much as you can because the only way that you're going to be able to provide for yourself and provide for your family is if you spend your time working. Like, I don't remember, like, my mom. I mean, my mom loved to do stuff, but it wasn't ever a big thing. I don't know if it was a big thing for your family, but for, like, to say, like, hey, you know, do what you like to do. You know, of course, my mom would tell me in Spanish. Um, I can't say it really, very well, but, like, you know, they never said that. No, they said you have to, like, provide for yourself. You have to work. You have to know, have to have the wherewithal to do a good job to be a good adult. Yeah, I remember. Some, you know, my, my parents immigrated to this country, so they believed that you had to work hard to get what you want. My father, I remember when I was a kid, I remember telling him, and I'm sure I said this in a previous episode, but I remember telling him, I don't want to go to college. I'll never forget that. I don't want to go to college. I, I don't think I was like in eighth grade. I was I was I was getting going to like high school. I was I was not doing good in school. I, you know, I just I, I hated school very much. And, you know, I remember telling them, I don't think I want to go to college. And my dad looked at me in the face. He goes, En esta vida, tú necesitas un trabajo o un oficio. Which basically translates to, in this life, you either need a job or a career. So you need a job or a career. And you have to pick one. You can't, in this life, you have to do one. So you know what? For me, I always thought of jobs as something that you know you had to do whether you know that you had to do whether you liked it or not in order to put food on the table but for me a career a career has kind of changed it's like it's meaning over the years I, I always thought a career was you know I go to you know I go to the, I go to college or I go to the university and I get like you know a doctorate or I do all this stuff and my career is I become a fortune 500 I work for a fortune 500 company or I become a CEO but you know what the more I think the more I think about it in today's you know, world, I think a career is doing that one thing that not only makes you happy, but also is something that you can build upon. A career is something that you can start from nothing yeah. and grow it to something. It's something that you can dedicate your time, that you're willing to actually ignore the noise that's outside, ignore the people saying, nobody's ever going to listen to this. Nobody's ever going to watch you do this. Nobody's ever going to you know, follow you doing this. It's actually stopping and doing a career for me is taking something from a idea, taking something from just word of words out of your mouth and putting it into action. Anything that you're going to do in life, it's easier said than actually done. Believe yeah. it or not, that's why anytime anybody starts anything, you know, you watch Shark Tank or you watch all these people, you know, there are people that go through, you know, crazy things. And they say, you know, and you think to yourself, you see them where they are now and you see the, the glory, but you never want to see the story. I know I'm becoming a metaphor man today. No, but I think that's true. Like, we talked about calligraphy, and I have this, like, really cool friend. Um, her name is Kyla. Shout out. And um, she has a business on Etsy. And she is so amazing, and she's so creative. And she literally started her own business um, making calligraphy um, invitations for weddings, for parties. And you'll be surprised. Like, some people would say, like, you could just get that done on... Um, this is not proprietary. You can get this done. Visa print or wherever you get cards made. I don't yeah. know. And and it's like, who's going to take the time? But, like, people pay her money to, like... Because she takes the time. I hope they pay her to, money. They, they do pay, pay her money. I'll pay you in half. And they're beautiful. But it's just, like, I think about how amazing that is because it's, like, wow. Like, she took a chance and... 
She had the amazing support of her family, and she started this business from nothing, and she's able... Is it this amazing, like, huge company? No, but it's an amazing small business where she's able to provide for herself and do what she wants to do and be her own boss because of that one step she took. So, I think that's... I think that's, so I think that's awesome. And, I mean, I think that ties everything into, you know, what we're trying to say here, you know, for this episode. So... I challenge you today to do the following. He's done a lot of challenging. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you like crazy. Again. Uh, it's, like, it's like that MTV show, The Challenge. I've never seen it, but it's called why The Challenge. Can, why can't it be? Is there really a challenge? There's a show called The Challenge. I don't watch MTV. I don't watch it either, but I just Ever remember going Carson through the app. Ever since left, I just I right. can't. Yeah. We love you, Carson. <laughs> Shout out. But what do you call it? It's a... I challenge you today to do the following. Write down that goal. I know, like, and I just know I've said this in another episode, but... Put it on your dream sheet. What do you want to do? What is it right now that will motivate you? Do you want to bake pancakes for a living? <laughs> do you want to bake muffins for a living? Do you yeah. want to, you know, fix cars? Do you want to lead people? Do you want to join the military? Do you want to start a podcast? Do you want to start a business? Write it down. Write down what you want to call it. Because I'm telling you right now, for the longest time, like, I, like I've been saying here, I kept saying this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do. But it wasn't until I put a name to it until I actually said, I want to put a name, I want to put a logo to it, and I actually started doing it, they started becoming real. And you know what? Am I, is it gigantic now? No. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's not about what it is now. It's about how much time you're willing to put into it. So you know what? Don't look at this as a fast results, you know, uh, race. Don't look at it like, like you know, like you're doing like a, um, you know, like a sprint. Look at it as a marathon. Yes. Take your time with it. You know, is it going to be perfect when you start off? No. Go back to episode one. Listen to how awesome our editing was back in episode one. So, you know, it, you, as you start working this and you start, you know, playing with this and you start, you know, finessing this, you start figuring it out. You, listen, I, when I took my job, I was always afraid to fail. And I'm going to be real. And I remember I telling my boss at the time, I just don't want to fail. And she flat out looked at me and she goes, you have to fail. There are going to be times where you're going to have to fail. You're not going to know how to do everything right the first time. You're going to have to learn the hard way. So if failure is your biggest worry, it happens. Disney went bankrupt twice before he actually became successful. Uh, look at Jeff Bezos' story. That's another one. That's a story for another day. But I remember seeing a picture of him You know, when he was first starting Amazon. And he's sitting in this cluttered office with this old computer with this graffiti Amazon sign sitting over his desk and now the guy's a multi-billionaire. Well, even um, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Was, J- she was living out of her car when she wrote her divorce. Living out of her car. I think she had kids, right? Uh, or that, I don't know. But, she, but I know she was living out of her car and she wrote Harry Potter and now, I mean, look at where it's at. People are always going to think things are crazy but my challenge to you is start. Don't wait. Don't say, well, let's see what happens tomorrow. Don't wait till, you know, the, you know, there's never going to be the right time. Start. And the way that you start is by putting your idea on paper, putting that name, your project, name your company, name your idea and run with it. Cause at the end of the day, all you have to do is start. Another thing, since he's doing all the challenging, I should probably do a challenge too. Hashtag challenge. Um, but, um, take some time out of your day for your stuff, you know? an hour, 30 minutes, whatever you can to work on that vision that Julio was just talking about, that you wrote, wrote, wrote it down. Start to take the time to put that plan into action. 
and the steps that you're going to take in order to um, make that happen. And also take time for yourself because that's important too. Hashtag self-care. So that's our show. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Yes. And if this is your Friday, well, happy Friday to you. Payday Friday. (laughs) And uh, just so you know, next week we'll be doing a live uh, Instagram live uh, or Facebook live or whatever we can do live. Facebook live, Instagram live. Sure, whatever. We're going to do something live from Miami. And then we'll be recording. We'll have a special guest. We'll try We'll, we'll try to have some we won't special... Be, we won't be live, obviously, but... <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll have, next week we'll try to have a guest and we're also going to try to do something live. We are going to do something live so that you, get, you see our, our antics in Florida and uh, what a pastelito looks like. Ay, rico. But with that, uh, toss it over to you to close it out. So, Julio said I went too fast last time, so don't forget to <laughs> like, call me out. subscribe, and follow us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please share with friends and comment on what you'd like to hear for future episodes. And also comment and let us know what's that plan and dream that you're going to be working on. Yeah, if you want to be a carpenter, a hairdresser. A guy named Steve who likes to dance in circles. The next Bob Ross. Uh, Ooh, Bob Ross is my hero. (laughs) Yes. So, as always, I'm Julio. And I'm Leslie. And this is Hold Up. How much? See you guys next time. Bye.